he was gonna promise that he was gonna let you eat in the kitchen. <laughs> My dad, we cannot put that in here. <laughs> Dang. Lord, we cannot put that in here. Why Dang. not? It's the truth. <laughs> everybody tonight we're gonna jump off script i know y'all gonna probably say why are we jumping off script because we gotta we gotta we gotta kind of spice the show up a little bit you know for the wait i gotta tell i gotta tell y'all something funny that happened to me i wasn't expecting this okay, okay or that but go ahead i, I gotta tell y'all something funny so i just got off work and i was trying to grab me a sandwich right from um subway real quick because subway is like right next to my job <laughs> so it, so everybody's in there all masked up or whatever, whatever. And we stand in our six feet apart. So order, I like to get the, um, what is it? A chicken bacon ranch sub or whatever. Um, but I know you didn't get that. Anyways, that's the sub that I like to get. So the man is making the sub or whatever, whatever. It's looking all good. So he has his mask like. You know, it's not covering his nose, but it's covering right. his mouth. Oh, the rest right. of you, I never understood that. Yeah, I know. And I wish I still, Stupid. and I really didn't pay attention, right? So then he sneezes in the <laughs> middle of making my dog on sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what did you do? Oh, he, what did you do? Yeah, he he yeah man's his, like this. <laughs> yes, just like that. So he. So he turned and he seen this, right? And I was just so flabbergasted. Me and the other black lady stood there like, she looked back. Did you really just sneeze? And, and, he, and he was like, well, what's wrong? I said, your mask ain't covering your nose, dude. He was like, well, I turned this way. I said, no, man, forget the sandwich, man. Forget it. <laughs> Man, I was so pissed off at him and that dog on sandwich. <laughs> oh my God, boy. Wait, did the did the lady walk out too? All the black people walked out. <laughs> that is sad. That is so sad. I would have walked out too. You <clears throat> ain't he, he, gonna say he turned his head. That's not gonna work in these times. But time. he's standing there is like, well, what's the problem? And I'm like, right. What do you mean? What's the problem? I was like, nah, man. Nah, I'm telling you, man. Ever since COVID hit, times has changed. It used to be somebody sneeze, you'll say, God bless you. Now if somebody right. sneeze, yeah, you're like, oh, right. hell no. Nah. Hell, hell right. no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally changed. Man, oh, hey, I was mad. Anyway. I drove, drove home mad. <laughs> hey, I don't blame me. I'd have been pissed off too, man. I'd have been thinking about that sandwich and his ass sneezing. Nah, but that's what he get because he know he's not supposed to have any pork. But whatever. I didn't have him. Here I had, didn't have them put any bacon on it with your wet and wavy hair on. Shut up. This first of all, this is my hair. 
That one I know. I can tell that's your hair because it got that natural wet look. So I know that's your hair. This is me. All right. So okay, everybody doing here. tonight. Like I ain't even shaved my head, man, to get a ball tonight. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's everybody. been a rough week. Yes. Yeah, Hold up, now. I know I said I, I don't think I'm looking rough. Let's no, I said I'm looking rough. I didn't say you looking rough. I said I'm looking rough. I, I look rough. I straight up look rough. No, Ty, you looking rough too. Shut up, Gary. <laughs> yeah. All right. You looking so rough too. Listen, we are we are all we are all employees at a company and entrepreneurs, and yeah, we're doing this. Time. So some weeks. You know, and actually, that's a good point to a good a good uh point to bring up my tip that I said I didn't have, but I do. Oh God! Even when you have a lot on your plate, okay, people. Even when you have a lot on your plate, understand that mm. it will pay off. And you know, work as hard as you can. Don't mm. overwork yourself, but work as hard as you can in everything that you can. Because people may say, oh, you're overwhelmed. You're doing too much. But you just have to ensure that you, your, your work matches your passion. Because when your passion and your work aligns, that's when results happen. And you'll get to rest later. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Good point. Good point. Good point. I like All that. right. You were going to say something, James. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, wanting to, you know, start the segment off a little bit differently. You know, we always say the same format and stuff, but, um, you know, you get your tip of the day. Uh, I'm going to just jump right into it with mine because I want to get that one out of the way before I forget about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which, um, you know, we can get the celebrity gossip, but I want to say to everybody right now, which is really important, man, y'all please go out and vote. Voting has started. Early voting has started. Y'all mm -hmm. have to get out of vote. We cannot afford to sit out this election. You cannot afford to weigh your conscience and not get out and do something about it. Because if we get stuck with another four years of what we're doing now, it's going to be bad for everybody. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, definitely. Gotta, this probably is probably the most important election in my lifetime so far. Definitely um, even, I thought, yeah. even even including Barack Obama, you yeah. know, that historical proud moment, um, this is even more important than that. Well, it's more important because it, right now, man, our country, well, just the United States, man, it's, it's a major I'm racial divide. It's yeah, like right down the sure. middle, man. I mean, people are acting in ways that they've never acted before, before this president got elected. And yeah. that's because he condones that type of stuff. I don't care how you feel about his pockets or he might be a good businessman. A lot of people are voting their pockets, which is, that's cool, but I'm voting my conscience because at the end of the day, my child has to grow up in this world. I don't want my child growing up in a world that's this divided. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up. I was just, um, my two daughters, and one is about to be 14 on Halloween. The other one is 10, and we were all driving in the car, and my youngest, she was trying to kind of um, say, like, oh, mom, you know, it's nothing's wrong with like Republicans or Democrats, you know, oh. it's just that with the Republicans, you know, you, if they, I just don't understand why they would still like Trump, even though they're Republican. And so what I told her was, I said, you know, I have no problems with Republicans at all. I have no problems with Democrats. I said, a lot of times I'm in the middle of the two because their issues are so different. 
Um, mm -hmm. So usually I land somewhere in the middle. Um, but I said the issue with this election is that the ones who are still supporting Trump, the Republicans who are still supporting Trump are letting you know that um, racism is not a deal breaker. And it should be. Racism mm -hmm. should be a deal breaker in this election. You know that this president, um, you know, his, you know it's, not, it's no secret how he feels about certain people. And they're telling you um, that, hey, I'm still supporting Trump, still, you know, Republican. And you could be Republican, like I said, that's fine. But I'm still supporting Trump no matter what he said about anyone, no matter what he's done, I'm going to still support him. So, you know, that's letting you know that some of the people in your life, they're telling you their racism is, is not a deal breaker for them. So right. I said you have to pay attention to those people. Well, you know, my, but, my hey, more the I can understand white people supporting them, and I'm just being honest in all actuality, I understand because he's white, they're white. I have a hard time understanding blacks that support Trump and can hear the rhetoric he says, can see that he will not denounce white supremacists. It's almost like you're saying, yeah, it's cool. Support the man that supports white supremacy and the hatred of colored people. <laughs> I, I, well, it's funny black. you bring that up because I was just going to actually talk about that with celebrity gossip. So that's okay. a nice transition. Um, we were going to talk about 50 Cent and him. Um, so Joe Biden, or, yes, Joe Biden and um, Kamala Harris put out their tax uh, breakdown. Um, and a lot of the key states, California, um, New York, there was a few other ones on there, um, but they were saying taxes, income taxes, where I think it's in in New York, I, I want to say 57, don't quote me, but it's definitely somewhere around there. And I think 67 in, in um, LA, and it was like three other states on there. And 50 Cent, who is, he's black, he basically said, hey, I don't care if he doesn't like black people. I'm not voting for him because, you know, now it's, now you're messing with me financially. And so some people, literally racism isn't a deal breaker, you know, and even for black people. Um, and I think that sometimes a lot of us kind of, we already know, you know, we already, that's no surprise to us. So like, why even, why even care about that? Why not, you know, um, vote for the president who's going to help me more financially? And I'm doing devil's advocate right now, just so you know, I do not agree with oh, uh, I what you. people I said. What you think about that, Garrett? Uh, well, I will honestly say that when I took time today to actually read through what Biden is proposing and how it will affect like households and things like that, it kind of had me a little bit on edge a little bit because of where I'm trying to go financially. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like most of us, most of us, okay. Most of us want to make six figures and up. Okay. Right. I, I'm in a position where I do make six figures. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so I look at things differently now um, because of the tax bracket that I'm in. So this will probably be honestly the first time that I've really been interested to see <laughs> what a tax breakdown is looking like. <laughs> right. So, and I'm not saying that I agree with, um, with 50 Cent, but... You understand. I understand where he's coming from because I still the considered middle class. I'm not a millionaire mm -hmm. or anything, and I'm not, you know, I don't want to say subpar, but I'm not um, somebody who makes low wages either. So I'm in the middle there. There's nothing that I'm reading 
in this uh, tax proposal that seems to be benefiting the middle class people either. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That was the huge thing. What in, so, Garrett, I have a question. When you read that and uh, Biden breaks down um, the taxes, is he um, is he proposing that any type of um, tax breaks for um, people making four hundred thousand and more? Is he proposing any type of tax tax breaks, like if you hire so many people for your company, or if you do something? So I so it's funny you just brought that up. So I'm actually on the section that says, is Biden proposing any type of tax cuts? So I'm not going to read it, but he says that he would temporarily expand the child tax credit from 3,000 um, to 3,000 from 2,000 and add another 600 for children under six. Um, also, um, he says, so it's a full amount could go to the households that, owe, that don't owe any income tax. He's proposing targeted tax incentives for caregiver child care expenses and first time home buyers. Um, and that's pretty much it. So this is my issue. And Gary, you're absolutely right. For the middle class, you know, once you, I guess, grow more, you kind of know more. And I think that mm -hmm. from a, when I was younger, you know, and um, you know, still living at home and things like that. I think my thought process is a little different. But now, as you said, where when you look at your outlook and where you're trying to go financially, now you're starting to see, and you get into those different tax bracket brackets. You're starting right. to kind of see, like, wait a minute, you know, and it's getting closer and closer and closer to really hitting home and affecting yeah. you. And so when because I because you begin to start this, to think about like your four hundred one k and your pension and, and all that absolutely. stuff as we get older, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. And I don't really see a plan for that stuff, you know what I'm saying? So like, yes. What about our, what about people of this generation, like Social Security? What is that going to look like for us when we get to that age and things like that? I'm not seeing any type of plan in here for that either. <laughs> right. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And see, the thing that, that I have an issue with is like 67%, more than half of your income. I don't care how much yeah, you make. You've worked hard to earn that type of income. And hell no, I'm not making anywhere near that. However, that's definitely a goal of mine. And when I get there, I don't want to give 67% of what I work for. I'm sorry. That's well, just, I don't want to do that. But hang on, James. Let me just make this point really quick. So, and, and the, the bigger picture for me is that, or the biggest concern for me is that these people are supposedly kind of making the world go round. They're hiring people, some, you know, most middle class, some, you know, high wages. Um, and that's what's making the world, you know, go around. Like, you know, they hire people. And those people are able to support their families and those people are able to be consumers to shop at small businesses. So, but if you are taking more than half of these people's income, I don't care how much money they make, if you are taking more than half, do you think that they're gonna hire people um, the way that they would have? Do you think that they are going to um, give scholarships or give grants or give bonuses the way that they would have if, they were not paying 67% of their income. And, and so to me, in my mind, it's like, I look at, you know, you can maybe the, the CEO of the company that I work for, 
And I'm like, if he's going to pay 67% of his income, is he going to give me, you know, the bonuses that I'm used to? Is he, is he going to give me the perks and things that I, that drew me to this job? Absolutely not. Why, I mean, I, I don't know, but I, I don't, I don't think so. I think some things will change. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, all I want to do is I'm looking forward to the, the, the next debate with them because I know that's going to be a main topic. I hope so he many touches people on talking it about, and I hope he, you know, I hope whoever the moderator is like goes in depth to like, okay, people that are seeing that, don't you think that's an, a bit excessively high? Because I mean, even I, even, you know, I'm, I'm a big Biden supporter, but yeah, I was reading, I'm like, that's kind of stupid. Like, I don't even understand why would you unveil a tax bracket that high? I don't, I don't understand the reasoning behind that and who, who was crunching numbers with him when he came up with that. Because uh, whoever was crunching numbers, like I can see if he said, if you make 400000 or such and such, it'll put you in a 20% tax bracket. But 67%, that's just, that's just, that's, that's over half. I don't, I don't know where they got those numbers from. I mean, I'm, I'm like, it's got to be something that's not being said that they're holding as a trump card, if you want to say, per se, to unveil and say, okay, well, this is the real thing. Because I know they've been having issues saying that Trump has been stealing their ideas and then the Trump camp says the same thing, that Biden's been stealing their ideas. So both sides are kind of like trying to play off each other like, oh, okay, well, he said he's going to do this, so I'm going to do this. Now, I know mm -hmm. Trump and them were about to eat that whole tax thing up. It's like, you was like this far ahead of Trump, but it's going to shrink like that because of those that think about their pockets like 50 Cent, Shaq, and all those cats that are rich and wealthy. Of course, they're gonna they're gonna look at it like, oh no! Nah. Now, people that don't make nowhere near four hundred thousand dollars, it doesn't affect them at all. But like you said, it could affect them with their employers because their employers may take away a lot of things if they're saying, okay, well now the company got to pay X amount in taxes. So we're gonna. It's to also going to affect young people who's up and coming. It's going to yeah. affect people um, like us who know that they're gonna get you know to that that status. point in life and yeah I, I don't want to pay 67 percent of my income i just i just don't now this is what we were talking about last week when we said like oh the black vote is free the middle class vote is it also seems like it's free because no you can't vote for trump if you had i mean i mean not that you can't but um it, it wouldn't be uh, a lot of people's choice to vote for trump you know if you are black um or minority period and then you have biden someone who you don't you know necessarily agree with and so we have to take the the better of the two um or what do you call it the the least of the, the lesser, two evils or whatever the lesser the lesser lesser two yeah, yeah so it's just Garrett this crazy question. this is a but, question i want to ask Garrett. yeah well actually both of you guys you, you can respond to it who do you think oh. in four years if trump gets elected what do you think the country's going to be Let's just say he gets reelected. Re I honestly don't uh, know. I really am unsure because Trump is like kind of how can I say it? He's unpredictable. Um, That's a good word. What I what I can say is I'll use this as an example, um, and I know that we've talked about this already, kind of, but. Um, COVID. He kind of brushed COVID off, but then poured a bunch of money into the economic system. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Not, never have I ever seen 
people get any type of relief from anything. You know what I'm saying? Well, we even had natural disasters. I haven't even seen the amount of money that's been poured into the economical system um, during this time, poured into it at that time. Like when Contrita came, yeah, they had the different places, you know, the relief teams come and help. But financially, though, there wasn't a real big move like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, I will say that the plan of how the finances have worked out and stuff like that has not been strategic. However, those people that needed funding got it. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm not saying? only that, even what he did with the unemployment, you know, that I mean, exactly. that, that was a good thing. And, you know, it was Obama, a good thing. However, he did give. That what did he didn't he give like a seven hundred dollar check at at some point to people for some type of he did we were going through something it was um it was something with the economy and he gave well, certain people seven hundred to give whatever Obama was supposed he to did, give I never, but it wasn't twelve whatever he whatever Obama was supposed to give I never received it till this day well yeah right <laughs> and I, and that's no shade toward no I get Obama. it of course. I, just, I, I, I never received. Well, yeah, I, I can tell you the reason why you never received that, and I hate to say this, but the Republicans blocked that. That's why you never got that from Obama, because you got to remember the House and the Senate was controlled by the Republicans during that time. So he couldn't get anything so, to get passed most of the time. Whereas, like I said, Trump is a beneficiary of having both the judicial and the Senate on his side, so he can get whatever want passed. And I mean, he's not stupid. He knows. If you hungry, if you starving, I hate to say this, and it's kind of like an old Eddie Murphy analogy from, from when he told Joker, if you've been starving for six months and somebody throw you a cracker, that's going to be the best cracker you ever had in your life. But six months right. later, you're going to look at it and be like, they ain't got nothing but just some old regular saltine crackers. <laughs> so it's kind of right. like an appeasement. You know what I'm saying? It's well, not a it's just an appeasement. What I will say, I mean, he messed I up with COVID, so exactly he messed up with COVID, and honestly, we still don't know the truth about COVID. How do we know that never this will. isn't? That's my thing. How do we know that this is not a ploy for him to, you know, once he gets back in office, how we know that this is not all gonna go away? You know, all, <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden now during the debate, they're racing toward a vaccine when they said a vaccine was like a year away. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. Well, so I mean, it's, it's all get elect me. It's all elect me tactics. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get back in office. If I got to promise you black people that I'm going to do this and talk my horn, I've done more for black people than anybody. And I'm not, and I'm, I'm trying to find, I struggle and I do try to find things that he's done good. I said, okay, you know what? Let me give him the benefit of the doubt. What has he done? Mm-hmm. Good? He met with Kanye West. Um, <laughs> to talk with him. <laughs> He's done some things for HBCU. Funny that you bring that up, too. Um, I was actually going to talk about the Ice Cube thing. Um, Ice Cube had... Did you guys hear about that? He had a... He was... Uh, meeting with... Uh, they they with were saying boy. that he... Yeah, he met with Trump, and, you know, people were a, a little pissed off about it because they're like, why would you meet with Trump? It was, it was something that he put together um, for Black people. He made it clear that it wasn't for minority. It wasn't for... Um, you know, every category that we can be included in, he said, you know, this is for Black people. And he said that he presented this plan to um, Trump's administration as well as Biden's administration. And Biden's administration told him, um, hey, looks good, but let's wait until after the election to really dig deep into it. 
the Trump administration looked at it and then they changed some of the proposed plans um, that they are supposedly going to um, implement. And so a lot of people were saying like, are you stupid? Like, do you really think that he's gonna implement these things even though he changed his plans? And, you know, and then, you know, Ice Cube, he spoke to, um, what is the guy's name on CNN? Kwame? Uh, Con Con Conley, I think. Conley or Conway? No, Kwame. Kwame. Kwame Brothers. You know the Kwame Brothers. The yeah. Kwame, the, the one he had the interview with. Yeah, Kwame, And yeah. I, I'm, such a, I, I'm such a big fan of them. Um, but he met with them, and, you know, Kwame was like, uh, he's like, well, you did work with Trump, you know, and he, because Ice Cube was like, people are saying that I worked with him. I worked with him. And he's like, that's incorrect. You know, it's not that I worked with him is that he was the one that listened. Like he's he's like, I'm gonna sh present this plan to whoever is in charge. Mm -hmm. um, so basically at the end of the interview, Ice Cube was basically saying he didn't care about politics really. He cared about who was in office. Trump is in the office right now. Trump decided or his team decided to listen to this plan and do something about it. He even said, I don't know if they're gonna do anything about it. I don't know if Biden is gonna do anything about it, but they're the ones who heard me out. He, was, he wasn't working with Trump, right. um, but he will if it's gonna get something done for the black community. And I couldn't agree more with that. I don't know about you guys, but we have to get out of that mindset to where it's, you know, like, it's not like he was doing it like with uh, with bad intentions, you know what I'm saying? He's doing right. it to help his own community. He even said that he wants to close that wealth gap um, that we have, and it's a huge problem in the black community. And, you know, he, that is who is in charge right now. And if he can somehow, you know, get this man to work with him or get his team to get, you know, get his team to work with them, then why not? I didn't hold a brother at, at no fault for trying to work. You can work with the devil as long as the details are right. I hate to say that, but that's true. But I can't. You know, I can't I'm work with no saying. devil. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> We're a lot of them every day. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> is that you can always say the devil is in the details. So yeah. I, I don't blame them. I mean, you can't do anything if you're not at the table. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's exactly. That's what I'm and and, and you know what? Exactly. That's very true because how many people have taken the initiative to create some type of proposal or create some type of initiative and go to both parties? Yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about, you know, oh, he's working with this person. He got a proposal. He took it. He took it to both Absolutely. parties. Absolutely. Guess both what? Parties, yeah. One, moved, one moved on it and one didn't. Yeah. One I moved mean, on it and one didn't. I, I do have my concerns about Biden and Kamala's the way they're running their thing because I see the commercials, I see the advertisement, but then again, there's also so much stuff that's shrouded in secrecy that's killing me. Like, just come forward with what you got going on. Talk about the struggle. Of, I mean, I see the commercials saying, "Let's work together." Okay, but how are we going to work together? You know, what are you? Gonna, what is mm -hmm. going on for the black community? A lot of blacks yeah. want to know that. And you know, now if Trump is answering those questions. Of course, you're going to see blacks going to flock more toward him because they're going to like, "Well, hell, he's at least answering the questions." Biden and Kamala, they seem like sometimes they avoid those answers, and I don't know why. And I don't, I don't know if it's a political strategy that they've been told to do, or I have no idea. So this is what I think. I think, and I don't know, I'm hoping that they have a plan, but I think that the reason why they're not um, like totally direct with those types of answers 
is because I think that they believe that they've already got the minority vote. First of all, mm -hmm. minorities um, have historically voted for Democrats um, for a while now. And when you look at someone who's in leadership like Trump and the views that he has and the things that he said against minorities, especially Blacks, um, they're probably looking at it like in their mind, come on, we already have this in the bag. We already have that demographic in the bag. So they don't want to preach too, mu too much to this demographic because they already think that they have it. So yeah. when they answer these questions, it's curated towards the ones that are on the fence, the ones that, hey, I may vote for Trump, I may vote for Biden. So they're not going to talk about uh, minorities a lot. They're not going to talk about what they're going to do for the black community a lot because they believe that they've already got us in the bag. And honestly, they probably yeah. do. Well, to be honest with you, that's with a, a candidate with the with the candidate that they're going against, they probably yeah, that's do. true. But that's and honestly, that's a mistake because Hillary thought like that, and look what happened. Trump yes, got exactly, absolutely. So, you know, so I hope they don't fall into that same trap, thinking, you know, stop taking the black vote for granted and thinking that you got it. Talk to us as you would talk to somebody that's undecided. Okay, mm -hmm. hey, I'm not gonna tell you to vote for me because. I think you don't like Trump. I'm going to tell you to vote for me because this is what I'm going to try to do for you. To exactly. Help. That's what exactly. I Exactly. Yep, you're absolutely right. Um, guys, let's move on. Um, we have a couple more celebrity topics. Congratulations, Nicki Minaj. Um, she had her baby. She also came out with a new song um, with the Detroit rapper Sada Baby. Um, and I loved her, um, her lyrics on there. Gary, didn't you? Huh? <laughs> Did you like her lyrics on that song? It, the song, first of all, was just so Detroit. You know, it was a remake off of a Detroit classic. And I think she just, hey, I, I think she put a great touch on it. Um, I got to go back to I think to she brought a lot. Of, you have to. I think she brought a, lot of, brought a yeah. lot of energy. She even called out Young Miami. And not like a diss, just kind of a, you know, she's cocky and, I, I I liked it. I I'm like about to go song. check it out. I, like I, I mean, I like I like to hear new stuff, so I'm about to go check it out. Yeah, cool. the, but the the line about Young Miami, I guess Young Miami had wore um like this Burberry outfit that Nikki wore, and so she you guys got to listen to it and then like look it up. But she did very good, in my opinion. Mm, okay. Well, I, I give props <laughs> out to Nikki. I mean, I give props out to anybody that's entertained, especially females, because it's been a male dominated thing for so long. So I give a lot of props to females. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Next, did you guys see the the picture of Bill Cosby? Um, you guys saw that I showed you yesterday, right? Yeah, man, so may, that, maybe maybe we could put that up if you um yeah I'll, I'll put it up. Time. So you see it, yeah. So yeah, hopefully you guys can see it on the screen by the time I'm saying this right now. But um, you know, he looks he looks old. He looks tired to me. He looks worn out. Um, and he does Ooh. not look how he did when he went in, but the jail put out a statement saying that he's in good spirits, he's happy, and nothing is wrong. Um, so Boosie got on the internet and was like, you know, basically, y'all lying, free bill, and all this crap. But I must admit, like, he doesn't, he looks the, the worst I've ever seen him in my life. I was about to say, man, when I saw the picture, man, Bill looked like, I don't give a damn. That's exactly what that yeah, picture he didn't, I mean, honestly, he, he doesn't look, look all the way there. Like he's he going through it in that in that jail. Yes. It looks like they're giving him something in that jail too. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, it does. It really so, does.
Um, so I think we had like a story about Kim Kardashian. We can skip that one though. Um, Garrett, what was your to- <laughs> what was your topic? We already talked about my topic. Oh yeah, that's right. We, we talked about it earlier. Oh well, I'll I'll not, to, not to Texas. I'm I'm gonna keep this one brief. Uh, Daniel Cameron is an ass. I'm gonna just leave it at that. He is my political punk for the day because this man sold that purposely hid information from the grand jury to make sure that those officers did not get charged for Brianna's murder. The only thing that they saw at the grand jury was the officer that got charged for shooting in someone's apartment. And one grand jury came forward and bought that out. Now he's running and ducking for cover because now the truth's coming out and he's trying to block them. Because I didn't know Kentucky can actually reconvene the grand jury if they felt like it was something wrong with with the first tampering of the case. Really? So they're oh, wow, talking I didn't about know that. Bringing it, yeah, they're talking about bringing it back with all the evidence because murder was never even bought to the grand jury. That's what I found out. I thought the grand jury heard it and just decided against it. He never presented it as the prosecutor. And he, this is why he didn't want any of this to be public for the, for the media and things to hear. So you mean to tell me that murder wasn't even on the table? It wasn't even on the table. Mm-mm. So he sold Brianna out. He pretty much sold the black race out. He thought Trump was going to give him that position that he voted the white girl for for the Supreme Court. He knew he was going to get in the cabinet because he had vied for that position. So that's why he did what he did. Oh, did he? I didn't know that he had. Yeah. He didn't, didn't get that. that. Just like how, and, and, and now, Ooh. even him out to dry, you know, the black community already told him, bro, you, you, it's over for you. You might as well consider yourself worse than the, the people that sold, the black people that sold black people into slavery. I'm going to tell you this. I wouldn't be able to make it. They would have to kill me in slavery, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also want the viewers to <laughs> I also want the viewers to um, comment on this texting. Um, do they agree with um, Biden um, or disagree on why? I, I want to hear feedback from that. I also want to hear me and Gary have a little debate going, so I want to hear about what do you guys think of this new Nicki Minaj song and just her lyrics overall.